0: Guten Morgen, America. This Morgen. We're going to raise the vibration of the nation with the Gaia Show. Und? <coughs> Welcome back. Welcoming to the nine people who on average check out my podcast so thank you for that, thank you for it's over 12,000 listens now on just this podcast, and we are on part three of the remembering of Matthias the Step and Matthias the Step another journey of remembering part three, Roma, Amor.
1: I never told them, but two most important.
0: Shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona and KPYT Pascual Yachty Tribal Radio is on the Rise I of Trista remember. Show.
1: At a young age, I began to remember living in a colony of the ancient civilization of Atlantis. Then, I began to remember living on other planets in another star systems and dimensions. I started to understand how everything I remember has a purpose in my mission here and now. To help reconnect the network of consciousness of planet Earth in a plan that in Atlantis we call Tumti, Bring heaven on earth. This mission began with organizing a gathering of thousands of people to create that network. This is my mission. I hope it helps you find yours. stories that I lived along the Harwiton path, I never told them, but two most important stories that I lived there in this trip were the one that happened in Paraguay and the one that happened in Antarctica. The one that happened in Paraguay was for me something really heavy, but also something that made me understand that we were really connected in different dimensions. I was supposed to go to a mountain that is called it means peak in the native language. I was supposed to go there and the borders were closed, but there's no border really, and between Brazil and Paraguay, so I just went to Paraguay, just across the street, and I took a taxi and asked them to take me to that mountain so he took me there but something funny happened for me it's it's funny but for most of the people it wasn't that i was doing the connection to understanding why the path took me to wasu and they said there is an important information in the waters below south america in this region that will help awake the potential of humanity in the future so you need to open the portal here. But in order for people to know how important is this, we need you to show how important is this. Place. But I had no idea how it would happen, but suddenly I was doing the connection, the meditation, and from behind of me there comes this native people with an arrow and a bow and, and we other one with a gun, they stole the car and they took the taxi driver and myself into the woods and they kidnapped me. Instead of being sad or, or scared, I got, like, frustrated. I said, I can't die here and start all over. I, I, I just have two countries more to, to go. I can't die. Impossible. So, um... So I started to harp with the people that had the guns. But they just let us in a corner, uh, in, in the forest. And there were a lot of dogs. And I was playing with the dogs and they were treating them really bad. I was like, friend with the dogs. And suddenly I, I just relaxed myself and I said, what is going on? I was escaping to be interviewed in during the trip because I was really scared to talk in front of a camera, because I felt like they were pointing me in the head. But now, I had a, a what? big gun in my head, and I thought, I will die here. One of my guides just appears very quietly around me, and he just stared at me and said, no, you're not gonna be scared of cameras anymore. And he just came up with this joke that, me in such a way and so he said don't worry everything is under control you just relax this is this was meant to happen so I started to hug trees and I said if the trees and humans we are the neurons of the world so people would would know what is happening and so I started to send the images of everything that happened into the trees and what was incredible was that that day, a lot of people that were following me started to dream, having all these oh. nightmares that I was kidnapped Good or I was
2: pain. scared or
1: something bad happened. Me, me felt that, so they started to wonder what was happening to me. And I'm suddenly, they saw that I disappeared. And so, everyone started to move to find me. But the at night, I was sleeping, even if the taxi driver didn't understand how I was able to sleep. But I was sleeping and he woke me up and said, I, I received a sign that I saw a butterfly coming to my chest. And he had problems with, uh, with his heart. And I have a, a, a butterfly came to my chest and, and I felt like we can live. And he said to me, I don't know if you believe in these things. And I said, of course, if a butterfly said it, so let's go. So um, we stood up and we were surrounded by the tents of the Indians around us. And we just started to walk, like, escaping from the Indians, like in a movie. And uh, because I got, I, I was friend of all the dogs, none of them, none of them was just moved the tail like by and we escaped we escaped from from the woods and we got into another spot that uh, also was dangerous we think because we kind of realized that we were in a a drug dealer place but they called the, the police so so we could be brought back to Brazil, and and I went back to Brazil, and, I, and we kept following the trip. So suddenly I realized that all the people was connected, that we were really a network because everyone felt what was happening, and I said, the secret of Paraguay is well kept by these people, but I know that somehow, someday, that region will await some potential that will change something in humanity this trip ended when we arrived to the south of argentina in tandil there is the womb of the mother of the region of south america my guides were saying that argentina was the body of this new mother as europe was the old mother that created all civilizations, the new one in the future would be South America and the new consciousness would be in late Titicaca so Bolivia would be the head with the crown chakra in Titicaca. Bolivia would be the head of the consciousness of the new time nice. as Argentina is the body and the womb is in Buenos and Chile the spine Peru the spirit so this body that all these countries shape They needed to be connected in order to to receive all this information from the openings of the energy that we did. So all the information from from Africa and everywhere must be seeded in order to recreate a new energy. So that's why I took soil from each one of those countries so I could put them all together to seed a tree in the womb of Argentina. We just a big ceremony that day with 3,000 people sitting in this street. But in order to do that gathering, first we went all around these provinces and these four countries to connect this information and gatherings in every public main square nice. where we did meditations. we uh, talk about the purpose of our countries and the need of being all together doing this connection. So we connected all these four countries and from there started our our last trip that was in December 21st. People thought that December 21st would be the end of the world because according to the Mayan calendar that day would be the end of an era and the beginning of a new one so everyone was concerned that that day would be the end of everything but um i knew that it was not an end it was the beginning of the new time so what we needed to do was to seed in the consciousness of the world the idea of laughing of love uh, of this new time and because of the crown chakra of the world is antarctica we needed to open that last portal. Allowing the mind of the world to realize that this new time should be filled of laughter, of love, of good energy and consciousness, not fear of the ending. After all this path of Harwitoum and the great mother, the, the great woman of South America, our next goal was to go to Antarctica. But, I had only one week before that to discover how I was going to go to Antarctica. We just discovered a company that takes tourists to go there. And we were supposed to be the 21st of December in Antarctica. Because there was no flights that day, and they arranged the flights. So they were saying, weather won't be good that day to travel. and. I just said, we are going to arrange the weather issues and my friends will do that. And they were like, which friends would arrange the weather? It was funny because I, wasn't, I was not supposed to lie. I was supposed to say everything that was happening. And I said, uh, well, <laughs> we, we have this kind of organization that we're in different. Areas that we in different areas that we in. And I think it was perfect. Uh, the thing was that last year to be brought to Antarctica and the guy that made the keys hid the main key from me <laughs> like a kind of Gollum that got in love with the first key that he made and he <laughs> said that he didn't made any other but the first one that was supposed to go in Antarctica he hid it in the mountains. What? So I had to go to the mountains with him and convince him to come to Antarctica with me to bring that key. I convinced him, but he lost the flight. So somehow we accomplished to find a pilot that just flew with the key and took the key to the to the last city of the world just to uh, to give it to me so I could go to Antarctica to bring that to open the portal. So. We flew to Antarctica the next day, the early morning, December 21st, and we had only two hours to decide what to do and where to go, so we ran fast, and we did all this uh, connection in between the penguins, and we seed the key in the waters of Antarctica to open the portal that day, and we ran back to the plane, and when we were trying to take off the broke and what? we almost fell in the sea of the antarctica oh sea. Shit. the pilot managed to stop the airplane and and he said let's try again so uh, <laughs> uh, he tried again and it it, it couldn't uh, so he said we we need to stay so we stayed for two days more in antarctica sleeping there with the scientists and we were able to receive the messages of the next step that we had to to give. And the message that we received was that in February 2013, there would be a lightning turning the key of the north towards the south. And that lightning will tell us that the power from the south would go to the north and would be the sign to turn the biggest key of the world, I was given the keys along the Hamilton Path, and by the message they said there is a bigger key, the biggest key of the whole planet. That when that turns from north to south, giving the power to the people from the south, every key of the world will will start to change, to turn opening the heavens into earth. So you have to be there to balance that opening in 2014. We had no idea of what they were speaking about, but in February, we saw the lightning coming from the skies to the biggest key. And that big key is the Vatican. And that
2: lightning was the day when the Pope quit. Wow.
1: And one month later, an Argentinian Pope... Was elected. So the South nice. went to the North to the biggest key. Hmm. So that was the beginning of the next adventure that was to help to turn the key and to change the energy of Rome.
0: Wow. Thank you.
1: Something that we learned during the Harvard was that every temple in the world is like a key. Every temple that a human goes and put faith on it, it's like a portal in between the consciousness of heaven and the consciousness of earth. So even if religion doesn't really matter for the universe, the aspects and the codes that it have are important. This is why we believed in that time that by opening the portals in those temples in those natural places we would be able to spread the consciousness in a faster way than going people to people so this was the message of going to the vatican Whoa. the vatican is the biggest key it was built by Bernini, given the shape of a key the key of heavens of Saint peter <laughs> He's even if I am not Catholic, I am not Christian, and even if um, I'm not following any religion, there's something that we cannot deny, and is that Christianity reached the whole world. Every continent has a church, every town has a church, and they even build the church and and the cathedrals over the sacred places of every culture in the past. So this means that these churches and uh, uh, cathedrals are like the portals of not only their own religion, but the portals. Because they were built on top of
0: past. previous spiritual centers. Uh, if the
1: Vatican changes its and opens the portal in between religions, the the so. Like they destroyed the, the main core of the city, all the rest and made of the churches own. would be also turning and opening a new network. So, what they said was, you have to do exactly the opposite to what the church did. The religion of Christianity put all the country together, all the empire together on the one only God, Then having many gods, so many governments. So, Rome created the system even our law system our government system was coming from rome and from their respect <laughs> to so that's why we turned the word rome which in spanish is amor and means love so roma amor would be the next step of the harmonic path to opening every portal in the planet just by turning one this happened by creating a big network of people in America Bringing the energy towards Spain and Portugal And from Spain and Portugal going to Italy And from Italy to Rome and from Rome to the Vatican Exactly the opposite path that Rome took to the whole world We did it, so undo it.
0: like a reflection like I a was miracle. wondering where did this nice Pope come One from? One the
1: things was you not know, criticized so the church, not to go against the church, like they did against all the people that thought different. So what we had to do was to bring love and bring this energy of change. We just wanted to share with the Vatican the idea of we all are one in this world and we all have to transcend. We should not be always the same. And we are here asking you to go with us in this change.
0: Nice. Thank the you The final got... thing
1: of the story was that I went to, to Spain and I was supposed to raise money to go to the Vatican and to make all this trip by myself. But suddenly, a lot of people were willing to join the trip and following the trip and helping me to get to all these places. And my guides told me, you have to go to Rome to wait for a call in a specific uh, square you have to go to a Piazza del Popolo and wait there for the calling and so i took a flight to rome and just sat there every day for 3 days waiting for a call that i had no idea where it was so i put a picture in instagram saying i'm here waiting for the call of the pope as a joke and suddenly someone that was in, in a spiritual trip in Scotland. They saw the picture and shared it with the people in the bus. And one woman from the bus said, "I am a friend from the secretary of the Pope. We went to the school together. Maybe I can give him the number." So a few hours later, with no idea about anything of this, I received a calling of the secretary of the Pope that told me what do you want. And I said, "I don't know. You called me."
2: <laughs> and, uh, I said, uh, so
1: okay, come to the office and explain me what you want. So I went to the Vatican and explained all this story about all of my guides telling me to come to turn the keys and do this work of Rome to love. And they just told me, sure, you are free to come and to do your meditations in St. Peter's Square. A month later, we came, 400 people. And we started to do the meditations in a beautiful day and we started to make all this turning of energy in the in st peter square and suddenly like in every gathering i did the storm came and these big lightnings were falling and we were the only ones in the streets 400 crazy people doing meditations under below the storm and all these lightnings and barefoot in the water nobody was there. The the storm was so big that it was even in in the news because it was a big storm. Suddenly um, my guide said the portal is going to be open so you have all to go in the middle of the square so we all went there and suddenly from all these lightnings coming. There was one that just hit the the Vatican and, and the cupola. Wow. The energy vibrates so so much that all the windows started to to vibrate and made this noise. Suddenly the sun rises behind the Vatican and two big rainbows open in the door of the Vatican. Wow. What? The rainbows are like the portals in between all the dimensions because of the light and every perspective of the light. So these two big rainbows opening the portal of the Vatican and the lightnings and, and the sun and suddenly we were like all dancing and celebrating like in the 11-11 was like the closing of the process from the 11-11 to turning this energy. Because of this, the secretary called me and they they said we saw everything that happened uh, through the window. So you are invited to come in two days um, to give this message to the Pope, whatever you want to give. So I just brought a box with all the messages of everything that we have done, all the story that we have lived. And the stories that we are willing to open in the future, and that we have to be all together in order to do so. So we tried to heal the history of the religion, so we could follow the next uh, teachings of the Christ that was the concept of the I am. at the end of the Harrington path at the end of Roma more path
0: we knew somehow that the next step would be to work with the I am What is that? Wow, that was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these people are are, uh, doing the world a great favor. (laughs) KAMP, student radio at the University of Arizona. KPYT, Yaki tribal radio on the rise of Tristan. The universe was made
1: with questions. and you think you are here to bring answers. The only thing that opens the mind is the question, not the answer. You are here to bring consciousness on the question, not the answer. to do. But something since a long time ago got stuck in my head related to what some beings in Aconcagua Mountain told me uh, in 2011, which was to unite people with very different points of view to work together. And I said, what is all this about? And, it's, and they said, your real mission, ontocracy. So I was trying to look for what it meant, so in Greek, ontos means being, is the self, the oneself, and um, kratos, krasi, is, is power, so the power of the being. We are used to hear the concept of democracy, uh, which is the power
0: Demo- of crazy. the people,
1: uh, demos, which is the population.
0: Power After of we the did people.
1: I said, we have to do something with this. We have to create something for ontocracy and try to design a new society. Something transcendental, something new that, that gives the power back to the being, not to the people. So I was wondering how it's possible to do something, do something different like that. And my guides told me, well, Greek people didn't have internet. And today... Each one of the individual has the possibility to have a work, to have a, a choice to do it not with someone that represents them in a Congress or a Parliament or something like that. That was an old idea because that's the only way a lot of people can be represented in power. But today you can make projects and people can help you accomplish that project besides the government. So a new way of thinking is going to come. But in order for that to work, each one of the individuals must recognize what is the inner power, to know what is their part in all this. So we had to prepare the ondos, the pin, in order to do it. I had a dream when I was designing all this, that I was in the middle of nowhere. There was no one there, like a desert. It was a land of no one. I said that's the perfect place, that, that would be a perfect place. That place exists? So I wrote on the internet a place of no one and came up a concept of Latin times, the, the Roman Empire, which was terra nullius. Terra nullius means a land of nowhere, of uh, no one. But there's only two or three places in the world that still today are weird because and one of them is in Egypt. That land is called Pirtawil and it's a hundred kilometers from the Nile, in the middle of the desert. So I said, well, maybe I should go there and do something. So I was trying to figure out the ways in which I could do this autocracy in a place where there's no constitution, where we could start from the very beginning but suddenly i discovered that there was a from that put a flag on it and declared it the kingdom of north sudan so i said well i have to meet him i have to have a meeting with him and say if you already declared it you made it a step before so we can do something different so i contacted this person from virginia and we agreed to have a meeting in washington dc
0: the land of no
1: i had no clue what i was going to do i didn't have any purpose that i thought in my mind so i was doing congresses and people were inviting me to do stuff and they invited me to a in Miami. so i accepted because i wanted to go to washington dc and that was my way to come to the states the funny thing was that that same year i started to know my father. I was kind of in touch with him, but with him, but not really close. He wanted to know me a little bit better. <laughs> so whenever you have another trip, I would
2: <laughs>
1: you so we can travel together and share. And whatever. So I said, well, I have this trip to Miami, but I said, I have no clue what is going to happen because I go to Miami, but then I have to go to Washington, D.C. to meet the king of a country that doesn't exist and, <laughs> and his face was like what <laughs> uh, like okay I, i'll go anyway <laughs> so in the congress there were 700 people listening about what I was saying and after this meeting a lady came to me and said i need to talk to you and she said i come from the Confederation, the Galactic Confederation, in behalf of Ashtar Sheran, who is the one in charge of the fleet of the Confederation around these planets. And she said, um they told me to tell you that
0: in June twenty first you have to be in Amantani Island in Peru, the Lake Titicaca, which was next week. There's supposed to be a so pir- pyramid there. Uh, I said, uh,
1: that, that's impossible. At the bottom of Lake Titicaca. I have to go to LA because I have a meeting with someone and those days is the meeting in LA. And she and said, you have to be there for the meeting. It's important. And um, the funny thing was that when she left, uh, my dad said, who was this crazy lady? Like, <laughs> what is the Galactic Confederation and what is happening and and I said don't worry it's just aliens and and I'm working with them. (laughs) So um, he he just wanted to play golf and (laughs) have fun (laughs) but he ended up in an alien story. Okay so we went to Washington DC for the meeting with this king. So we met with this person under the obelisk because I said it should be a special spot. So we had this meeting walking around the obelisk in Washington, D.C. It was very different uh, points of view that we had of what was meant to be with that land and what Egypt represents for the origin of civilizations and the origin of a new civilization for me was like we have to take this opportunity that is egypt is not anywhere else it's, it's a good place to to start a concept uh, of what is a new civilization so he didn't get the idea of what i was trying to, to say and i was not good at english at that time to explain all this so we just left And again, my dad, no understanding anything, said, I have no clue about what you're talking about. But I don't think this is going anywhere. um, So I took his his earthy advice. (laughs) So I said, yeah, you're right. So let's go to L.A. and see what happened there. So in that moment, I received a call and everything was canceled in L.A. So my dad said, so where do we go? And I said, well, there's only one answer. Peru. Suddenly, my dad was on an airplane flying to Peru. He had only clothes for summer, and <laughs> I took him 4,000 meters above sea in winter. So he, he was flying and saying, why are we going there? Like, wh- no, we, I have to go to a temple, which is Pachaitata.
0: Sounds like a real drag.
1: And I didn't realize at that moment that I was going with my father. Pachaitata is a temple on the top of of, uh, Amantani Island in Peru, in the late Titicaca. So we arrived to Puno to take a boat to go to the island. In the island there's nothing, they just receive you in their houses because there's no hotel, nothing. So we arrived there and I dressed him like a Quechua person because that was the only way to keep him
0: warm.
1: I did everything, though, all the opposite that he would like to. But he was kind of having fun. So we went there with our other two friends to Anantani Island. And the 21st, early in the morning, we had to go to Patitata on the top to have this meeting with aliens uh, that were in there because they were in hologram in other dimension. <laughs> and only me could see them. And, and so we went out there and I said, you have to come with me because it's the temple of the father. And in South America it's the Father's Day. So it was the Father's Day in the Temple of the Father with my father and receiving one of the fathers of the Confederation. So I had no clue what was all that about. And the message was um In order to follow what you are trying to do, and what you are meant to do here, you have to um, accept the father in you. And I said, which father? I said, the father of the universe,
2: the energy that represents the father of all things. And I recognized in that moment that I was raised with women all my life.
1: And... For me, was Earth all the time, so Mother Earth, and I was doing everything for Mother Earth. According to my memories, that was a matriarchal society, and everything was related to the mother, and the father was not there. And I realized mother. that I was missing this other energy in order to do my mission. That's why I needed my father there, in the temple of the Earth, so the DNA can be... Match with that, and do a reconnection with all this energy that I never had. So it was all perfect hmm. for that reconnection. And the second step after that reconnection that I received in that moment was you will be guided to do um, the connection with
2: the being, um, with your feminine and masculine sides in balance, both together. Right. But before
1: you have to. Go to Machu Picchu to follow instructions, so we went to Machu Picchu.
0: Oh man, I want to come. A place that
1: my dad said I would never go there, so I took him there again. (laughs) And when we were there, staring in the place, the message was go to this waterfall. We went there, and there we received information of Egypt. They said you have to go to Egypt, and I just came from this idea: oh, the land in Egypt. So maybe I have to go there. I have to go to South Egypt and to do something with a flag and put another flag, I don't know, whatever. But maybe I have to go there. And uh, my guides told me, you have to go to Egypt to receive the next information. And you have to be prepared there. And they said, when? And they said, in your birthday. And I received a message from a friend saying, do you want to go to Egypt? I pay everything. (laughs) Nice. So I went, and I invited three friends of mine to to accompany me, so I wouldn't be alone, not knowing what to do, and um, I had no clue about what was expecting to me there. So they said maybe what we should do is to make something different, not to stay in the pyramids, but to go to the temples.
2: Yeah. And
1: I have never been in the temples before in this life, so. We arranged to go on a cruise to every one of the temples as my birthday present. So we started to travel there and suddenly I start to feel like I was home. I start to feel like it was okay. Uh, visiting the temples made me feel like I was not running or feeling the wrong part of Egypt. Because I usually went to Cairo, which is a mess. And but the south, yeah, is so calm and. And the temples are so beautiful. And there's all this desert and green. So it was very different. And suddenly I could feel myself that I was in my country, that I was where I used to live. So the energy changed completely. My relationship with Egypt was. Going through every one of the temples, like if I was going through myself, and I started to remember yeah This is what we have done always before going to the pyramid. I made a mistake of going to the pyramid before, but before you go to the pyramids, you have to do the path, the initiatic path through the Nile. And so that time was perfect. I was connecting with that, connecting with with the territory before asking for permission feeling the energy of some priests and priestesses and masters there that were like kind of guiding me to be ready for what is going to happen in the pyramid i had no clue what was expecting to me so for my birthday i i felt completely grounded in the territory and it was like if my past self 12,000 years ago and my personality today were matching and I was feeling uh, again there, like this is me, this is all, this is all I am from the past and the present and um, so once I felt that the day, August 8, the same friend gave me the opportunity to be alone inside the pyramid for two hours. I know that you rent the pyramid, that's something new. <laughs> <laughs> and so we rented the pyramid and the four of us got inside during the night, not knowing what oh. to do, what to expect. When we were there, How each one of us it? went to the main chamber, the king's chamber, as they call it. And suddenly we just start to breathe. And felt all this huge amount of energy coming, coming up. And that pushed me to sing, like, with some sounds and suddenly to sing. And suddenly it was not me anymore. And and uh, there was someone else singing through me hmm. an old song in Atlantean language. Wow. And, uh, and... And the song was so beautiful that eventually the other three started to sing too in different levels, like different parts of the song, not with the language, but with singings. And suddenly it felt like we were 200 people inside the pyramid Mm. singing. And suddenly I started to be someone else, a very hard presence and a name started to be there, like Jahut, Serapis, and many names that I have no clue about, (laughs) names of people that I had never been in touch with before, beings and masters that I never felt the presence Jin, I had no clue who she was, but she was there. And and other people from okay. other parts of the world, masters, mm-hmm. that they were that they would start to talk and
0: Jesus there was, went there apparently
1: um, opening in in the middle of us like a sphere and start to show me all the network and how to connect it and where are the spots and and show me the, the entire network of, of consciousness of the planet. Showing me how many people are doing the job of connecting it, and what was my task in that. And then every master was telling something different to complete the data, the information that I was supposed to receive for that moment. Because I was asking what I, what I am supposed to do with all this. And his presence was there, and a feminine presence was there, and. Many others start to appear, and he said, say with me, I am. And he hmm. said, I am the path, I am the light, I am, I am. And everyone started to say this in different languages, like, hmm. uh, and, and, and every, all the languages start to sound all together, saying, I am, I am. And suddenly, the I am became only one word that resounded perfectly in the center.
2: <laughs>
1: and they said from now on, the only way to bring the power back to the self is by saying, I am.
2: Huh.
1: That was how I understood and saw. That I had to bring the message of the I am again, that many others are doing into this spot of the planet, and each one of the masters were saying their part of how to do it. One's just saying through love, say I am. The other one's saying you have to go here, there, there, there. Uh, this is the way, and uh, so they gave me all the planning for the next seven years. In that moment in those two hours. and I saw all the places I was supposed to go. I saw a lot of people that I have no clue who they were but they said that they said these people are the ones that will help you do this or that. So it was like like complete information and just trust. So when I saw all this, I came back home. And I brought all this planning for seven years, (laughs) like we have to do all this, and and suddenly from not having anything to do, not knowing exactly what to do, we have all this to do. And the master said, um, you cannot build a new society if the people living in that society don't know who they are. So that's why you cannot work on building a society before you have to uh, make, make remember that society, who they are, and that's I am.
0: I am to remind them. So that's why hmm. in August 8, 2015, started
1: the I am project. Hmm. In that pass, you reach almost 7,000 meters above sea level. The guide was always asking me, "Are you headache?" And it's no and say because a Russian guy was crossing and just died.
0: Wow. Huh? Right. So In still there. Looks like it die out. KMP Student Radio at the University of Aradstona. And KPYT Pachoyaki Tribal Radio.
1: One of the things that happened in the pyramid was that they said... There are two things that you have to do, the path of the dragon and the path of the I am. The path of the dragon would be the connection between south and north, north and south, through the mountain machines, where the energy of Kundalini flows through the planet. So in 2016, I was preparing the people to understand what is the path of the dragon, what is the project of the I am, understanding the whole network of consciousness, But I kind of lucid the goal of everything, and I was creating teams to do everything. Like, I don't want to be the one doing this. I want to have a group of people that we go together, that people could see that it's not about me, it's about many others, and we can all do it together, and so on. We decided to start this Dragon Path in Antarctica. And I took 72 people to Antarctica. We rent an airplane to go to Antarctica Peninsula to do an activation, which would be to put all the energy from the purest continent into crystal spheres that we brought there, 72 crystal spheres. And within them, by singing, we put all the energy of the pure continent, the consciousness of the planet, so then we could bring that information along the planet in the entire reach of the world the first week that the path of the dragon started my grandmother dies and I was doing the path so I kept with these thoughts in my Aww. in my mind I'm doing a good thing doing this path where I was supposed to be a side here to help her transcend. I started to feel a bit guilty of what I was doing. I had no clue what I was doing uh, eventually in one in one moment. And I decided to do an ayahuasca ceremony in Peru, during the path to ask China to other dimensions because I was not listening properly. I had no clue what was happening. So immediately when I took the ayahuasca it was a voice saying, let's start with this from the very beginning. And one of the questions that the wise one in in that space said was, can you remind me the name of your project? And I said, I am. And and he said, so why have you started a path saying we are? And I said, "Uh, I don't know, because I don't want to be that person that everyone looks to and, and said, oh, that's a mistake. And said, because uh, you were designed to be looked at. So you are hiding yourself from something, from your own responsibility. And you are grabbing people along the path just to hide yourself. And it was like, well, okay, (laughs) that, that was a tough one. And (laughs) that's why people around you are suffering because you're using them to hide yourself behind that we are when we are not <laughs> and it was like okay so he said you have to represent i am so you can only do it alone hmm. and um i enter in this crisis a very deep crisis like i don't know like, I don't know if I want to do this, it's too much responsibility to be in front of, of this alone. Like, um, a lot of people staring at me, like, not knowing what to do. And I started to feel that I abandoned my family just because of weird stuff. So I said, my grandmother died, I was not there in that moment. So it was just because of my mission. I arrived to Mexico when I arrived to Mexico, I said I can't do this anymore. I can't fake that I am doing something for humanity. If I couldn't do something for my family, but I was feeling something that way before someone told me that in order to do this, you have to die. What? And uh, so I let myself die. And what does that basically. Mean? I, I just turn off all the lights of my magnetical field and let all the demons come and kill me. What? That was basically what I just said.
2: Yeah,
1: I am. I'm switching off all the shields and kill me. I said I leave everything in hands of whoever. Suddenly I enter a process of autistic reality that I couldn't speak with anyone. I got in a very deep depression. I was for a month lost in mexico someone had to buy me a ticket to send me back home but i was i was a bag i i was nothing just flesh and um i came back home and they put me on bed
2: and i was there for for weeks until i start to hear my inner voice he told me
1: you know what you're doing and said no and I said you are leaving your personality in control of everything the reason why everything is failing is because you think matthias is in charge of this and matthias is just a tool and you have to treat matthias as a tool you are not you who is you who who are you really and i said i am gun gun is my higher self so he said so let gun be in control of the tool which is matthias so suddenly i understood yes the personality is something that the spirit creates in order to be able to, live, and to do what it's supposed to do and i was trying to control everything through my ego through my personality and everything was about i am not me <laughs> so I let away the me and I said, I accept Matias, the personality, as a tool. So here I am for anything you are supposed to do with me. And I said, well, what we have to do, first of all, is to position yourself again in the center. So I woke up and I said, I am here for whatever is needed. And that same day, people start to call me to film, to do stuff with me, to tell my story. And that's how Gaia contacted me. Oh. And here I am. Cool. All what happened that year was teaching me something important about the path of the dragon. I recognized that all that time between the message of the I am and the the end of 2017, which was the preparation for The Dragon, was my path to try to clean up all what I had within, to clean up many friends relationships that I had, many thoughts that I had connected to all ideas. When I did that, I saw my own initiative path. like. You have to do this and that, and you have to face at least three deaths in order to be really in the I am. You have to die physically, emotionally, and spiritually. They showed me a mountain that I was supposed to go to die. And I have no clue which mountain was that, but the shape was familiar. It was Mount Kailash in Tibet. I did my first, I guess my first initiatic path in Egypt with people, guiding people, and when I finished the path, everyone said, now where you go? And I said, well, now it's my turn to to do my own initiatic path, so uh, I'm, I'm going to Tibet to die. And everyone was like, what? How is that? How is that? And I said, I have no, no idea. <laughs> so I will go. They told me to go to die, but I don't think I will die. But anyway... <laughs> I will go anyway. So I went to Tibet right after Egypt. And it was very difficult to get there. Airplanes canceled, going oh, on a track, and well, all this to reach Kailash. And also there is something important that I had no clue about, Mount Kailash, that is sacred for at least three religions. And hmm. there is something that they call the Koda Path which is you have to go clockwise around mountain to honor the heavens and and Shiva, the god living in the, the mountain. Cool. But I had specific instructions that I had to do the path anti-clockwise, like going down. And that's forbidden in, in that land. Nobody does it because it's like going to hell. Uh, but... I said, no, my instructions are this and till the very last day I had to do everything to convince someone to accompany me to do the path anticlockwise because I was trying to connect with the core of the planet, not heaven. And they said, no, 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 there, there is only a few people that do that. And I said, who? And, and they are the original people from the territory. That had the tradition to do it that direction because they are not from the main religions that believe in Shiva. They are believing in nature. So I said, I want to do that. So this guy said, OK, I will risk my soul, but hey, I will what? bring you. So, OK, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I will talk good about you when I die. <laughs> so he accompanied <laughs> me, very worried, doing this whole path. And it's really high altitude. It's like 6,000 meters. And I've never been so high walking. And during this path, when I started to do my first steps, suddenly I felt a guide, let's say a Merlin, beside uh, me. I say a Merlin because everyone knows Merlin the magician, but Merlin was like a kind of, a, of an order of celtic people and
0: a race of magicians of
1: the celtic culture so there were many merlins not only one